Hi, I'm Jim. And I'm Jesse. And today we'll be watching Leo. Nobody told me it was a musical. I did not, not a single see person. that coming. I came into Leo really blind. I wasn't like blind blind. I kind of knew what it was about because I saw some talk about it and I was like, cool, this looks cool. Adam Sandler makes good enough movies and no one told me it was a musical. <laughs> good enough movies? You mean back in like 2002? Yeah. When you made Big Daddy, I think? Yeah, he made like other movies too. He made a Hotel Transylvania, which is a pretty okay movie. <laughs> I actually don't know. I never watched it. I think. I mean, I haven't watched it like in my adulthood but like when it came out i saw it i think i saw it in theaters and i remember liking it enough i came in so blind that i thought the turtle was leo get out of here i thought for, for the first like 10 leo minutes, the lizard my guy a leonardo da vinci okay ninja turtle, ninja my turtle. Guy. yeah so wait, I was wait, wait. Still, what were you trying to say with that just now were you no no I was okay the ninja turtles. okay because his name is not leonardo da vinci in the ninja turtles no, his name is michelangelo no, that's not even that's a different turtle they're all the same turtles i guess but no um it's an interesting musical at that because <laughs> like it's very loosely a musical I would yeah say. it's not i would say a good these songs aren't just not on my playlist no like, i'm just gonna be perfectly honest with you but they add a great comedic effect they add a comedic effect and they add a story effect yeah which i feel like is even more important for something like a musical to make it work like obviously some of the lyrics have to pertain to the actual story itself rather than it just being a good one-off story i mean um song yeah which i feel like that's where wish kind of failed oh and 100%. the fact that like you like the music never mattered like none of the lyrics ever mattered i would like to mention before going into the actual movie itself there is a and I, I i'm taking this idea from i forget who i saw it on tiktok from but someone did mention that there's been a weird trend lately of movies that are being promoted but not as musicals but they are musicals is that true like leo you know wonka it's a musical well, i did not really wonka's yeah. a musical yeah um there I was another one i forget which one. oh the color purple but i think that one's also being promoted as a musical but not as much i think people like musicals because they are very catchy so it's good for like this day and age to like have it promote itself but the thing is is that there's also a big crowd that doesn't like musicals that i feel like there is still a stigma around it so now you get the people who don't watch musicals to watch it yeah but the and thing the is people who do like musicals go in and like whoa yeah but now the problem is that like if you're not promoting your movie as a musical a lot of the comments that i saw in that video were musicals are great and people love them however nobody likes a surprise musical maybe leo leo was the exception <laughs> i guess but yeah that's fair that's fair i was like what why is he singing yeah stop yeah exactly when you don't know it's a musical going into it you're kind of like off put by the fact that it's a musical for a sec that's fair i don't think they're good or bad it's just a different way to tell a story yeah and you could use it for very good i just think it's unfair like to it's like saying that you don't like anime i feel like it's so unfair to say you don't like musicals when it's just like well you just haven't found the one for you it's it's not a genre it's a it's Born. a medium. Yeah, it's a medium. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I always say that too with a lot of things. Speaking of promoting things, also Netflix just doesn't promote things in general. And yeah, I don't think they have the money to be promoting anything. <laughs> so true. Anymore. Well, speaking of having the money for things, I think that Netflix needs to. I think Netflix promotes itself using Netflix. Yes. 
But I think Netflix needs to shove more of its money into animation because if we look at the things that it's it animating, has though yeah, I don't know what you mean. No, they, it, they come out with like they don't they, nine they, ten yeah, but they don't animated. they don't really like risking it with animation. Like they don't really like giving it second seasons. They'll give them like the first season and then like they'll kind of forget about. Are it. Are you just talking about Inside Job? No, there's other ones out there. I can't remember them off the top of my head, but I I have been seeing a lot of them being canceled. If they if you can't remember it off the top of your head, did they deserve a second season? Hey, well, that's all I'm saying. I don't know. But no, I did see an article saying that the that Netflix didn't want to really put its money into animation because it's a high risk. Oh yeah, no, animation is always going to be a high risk field because I think it's a lower return field. But they're making bangers, man. That's true. It's a lower return field and it costs a lot more. Yeah, I think they need to risk it because they're already like a low-key failing business. I think they should just risk it. I mean, I'm no CEO. I don't know what I'm talking about. And do what? Like risk it in what? And just go full animation. Maybe not full animation. You just want them to because, I mean. No, because they're they're making bangers, man. Like we have like Arcane, Leo, uh, Devilman Crybaby was a Netflix original. See, Um, that's what I'm saying. They are putting out stuff. You want them to put out more stuff? If they put out more stuff, it's just going to be worse. I want them to hone it. But if you're saying they're putting out banger after banger, aren't they trying? Well, it's not banger after banger. It's definitely not banger after banger. Because we still have another season of Big Mouth. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) But But I I think animation could save Netflix. I mean, I I don't know. I don't know what can save the sh- that streaming model or the streaming model in general. It looks like it's a rough market to be in in the yeah, first place. Yeah, because I got Hulu charging me now $18 a month. What the heck, Hulu? Like, I honestly don't know if they're making any money or even Uber Eats. I don't think they make any money, which is insane because of the cost. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the market right now is trash. I'm just saying, spending $20 for food that costs 10 that was made with like $3. It's crazy. So, dude, it's so expensive that it got us getting out of bed. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the crazy part yeah it's you know what that's a little entitled yeah. <laughs> i mean like we came we just came out of a lazy period in our lives of covid and that's true. the prices we're... are so bad that it's making us not be lazy anymore yeah you're right where you're like well we should just order because we don't want to risk it yeah wink 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 nudge nudge and now it's like oh wow we really can't it's not sustainable yeah it's and the, I mean, again, the business isn't super sustainable alongside with streaming services. And I mean, we're, let's just not get into it because we could keep going. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast. If we want to talk about like but economics. Here, we're talking about animation here. And Leo, very fun. I'd rather talk about fun things. I think it's the surprise movie of the year. I don't think it's like the most amazing movie, but I think it's really positive. Okay, I was about to say movie of the year. I said surprise movie. <laughs> like it came out of yeah. nowhere. I didn't hear about Leo. It spawned from I don't know where. Adam Sandler. And then we, yeah, it's an what Adam was, Sandler wait, movie. What was the last movie Adam Sandler made? He made a ton of movies. They're just all forgettable. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the last good movie he made, I think it's like That's a Boy or something. I don't even know. Maybe. I, I couldn't tell you. He was really popular back in the day and all his best movies were like in the early 2000s. Dude, I love how iconic Adam Sandler is. No, he's insanely iconic. I love like Big Daddy and Dude, he just makes movies yard. and th- p- throws his friends in it. Did you know in this one he had his daughters in these? Yeah. I actually did not know that until recently. To be Adam Sandler. At some point, I think you just stop finding him funny. Yeah. I think that's... Well, the funny thing is, is that, first of all, all of his voices are very iconic. You can normally tell Adam Sandler, it's Adam Sandler, like, in a second. But I had to tell you it was Adam Sandler. You were like, wait. Well, because I haven't seen an Adam Sandler movie in a while. Yeah. And I was like, no no wonder. I was like, the voice is very unique. Yeah. 
it took a little bit of getting used to because I kind of didn't really like it at first. Yeah. No, it's funny because like his voice is like, it's very different, but also it's, it's so, so similar. It's so Adam Sandler. <laughs> it, it's it's different, but it's very similar to kind of his like when Other, he's doing a voice. Yeah. Like I think in That's a Boy. I'm not too yeah. sure. I didn't really watch that movie. I think I, how many Adam Sandler movies have you watched? Uh, 51st States, Grown Ups, Grown Ups 2, Hotel Transylvania, Happy Gilmore. Oh yeah, that's a that's a um, song. I watched Click too. Oh, Click is also a good one. There's way more. Is, was he the one with the guinea pig? I don't know. Uh, was that Adam Sandler? Where he's like the guinea pig is named Bugs or something. Um, oh my goodness, what's that movie called? Is it? No, it's not Click. Okay, well, unimportant. But not nah, he. Adam Sandler makes good enough movies. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Well, I mean, oh, mean? why? Like, uh, like his movies are very after like 2006 or seven. Well, after I think 51st Dates. Oh, oh yeah. Did I mention 51st Dates? Yeah, you yeah. Did. Okay. I think after 51st Dates, he didn't really come out with a really strong movie. All of his movies, like, okay, let's look his bedtime stories. That was the name of the movie with the guinea pig in it. It was like he would tell bedtime stories and then they would come to life. Do you not remember that movie? Mm, I didn't watch it, but it was like a TV. Like it was on TV a lot. Yeah. Oh my God. It has a 27 on Rotten Tomatoes. Ratings. And obviously I can't say because I, it's subjective and I haven't watched the movies for myself. So I'm not really going to try to push too much of agenda. But if you look at the scores, they're like not super high yo do you remember jack and jill where he played himself yes as the twin i remember that being like like the lowest it got yeah in terms of just adam sandler culture but it's honestly it looks like the past few years he's done pretty well for himself he has so many freaking oh my god he has a lot of movies he does a lot of movies that's what i'm saying like and you see like who put this man in the writer's room (laughs) do do you see this (laughs) No, yeah, it's bad. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty rough. I think in the he he like peaked early. He he went through a phase of struggling, but it looks like he's doing pretty well. And Leo's a pretty fun movie. Um, so you know what? I'm happy for him. Uh, but enough about uh, Adam Sandler. Let's move into the actual movie. I mean, the whole movie's about Adam Sandler if you think about it. I mean, I guess so, but it's not really an Adam That's Sandler true. movie. It is though. It I'm is pretty a- sure he produced it. Did he not? I don't think he produced it. Oh, you're right. He didn't produce it. And also... I stand corrected. Like, it doesn't feel like an Adam Sandler movie. Well, you could definitely tell Adam Sandler's in it. <laughs> all right, all right. We can move on from Adam Sandler. I just feel like it's, you know, it's worthy enough to talk about him because he's like a... He's definitely shaped, like, at least for our generation, shaped a, some of our childhood. He, I mean, he's a large pop culture icon. No, 100%. People like... It's literally like dressing like Adam Sandler. Yeah, he he's extremely iconic. But let, let's just move on to the movie itself. We both agreed while watching this movie... That we thought this movie was PG thirteen for a second. Yeah, it, it did seem like it was stretching. It was the boundaries teetering of PG. the line. It was definitely pushing the boundaries of PG. I don't know who this is catered for. I'm gonna be honest with it's you. It's definitely catered towards kids, though. Kids, yeah. yeah I, I mean, there's definitely a lot of jokes where. But there's a I lot mean, of adult humor in it. I feel like. Yeah, but that's a lot of. Yeah, but like normally it's sprinkled in a little bit here and there. I feel like this movie could have been even a teenage movie, catered towards young adult. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it doesn't fully get there. Yeah. But I see what you mean. I think the premise is very family-friendly. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I do agree with you that it's, it's definitely pushing the lines of PG. So how do you say, in general, you like the movie? I was going to say, I just kind of like the, the comedy of it. But like now that I'm thinking about it, like I kind of like the characters, too. And I agree with you. I feel like this is a very sweet movie. 
It's a very solid movie because I like the message and like me being a, you know, a future educator, you know, I kind of like it because we're in a, a teaching environment. I think this is definitely like a kind of a spin on that like inspirational feel good teacher story where they teach the kids that the kids teach them type deal. Yeah, exactly. Where he goes into like the ragtag uh, group of misunderstood kids and teaches them a lesson. It definitely feels like that. But obviously, I mean, he's a lizard. So there, there's definitely that going on for him. I mean, him being a lizard does play a big part into the story and definitely how he communicates with the kids but it, it's interesting that they decided to go down that route i think it was just to give it that little special edge yeah i mean at the end of the day this movie is about doing something with your life i would i would say or finding happiness within your life like contentment yeah because he spent his whole life kind of in one place and i i think it's kind of in, uh it's good to use the lizard as the outlet for that because it's kind of like a bojack horseman situation where like because we're seeing that all through animals it takes off the seriousness of it a little bit and it's a bit more digestible and no matter who you are there is a capacity for you to be able to help somebody and you could really see that with leo where he first starts off kind of leo is actually a pretty intriguing character i think he's like primarily really flawed in some ways his motivations aren't very pure, like at all. They're to be remembered or to like very human things, but they are at, at the end of the day kind of self-preservation. And I kind of really like that about his character. It gives him a kind of a unique spin where he's not exactly just this wholly good character. You kind of like, for me, I was questioning his motives throughout the movie and you could see it how kind of it all spills over when he tells everybody he's special so he can also feel special himself but it's not to say that he doesn't genuinely help these kids and he learns that he learns a couple of lessons and he also teaches himself that like to care for these kids and to realize you know you are special even if the whole world doesn't think it's true uh or you or even the fact that you don't need to be special to help everybody i'm just a lizard well i guess a talking lizard but i guess in this universe talking lizards aren't exactly special Right? Yeah, I guess. So. Well, it's spe it's still special because they 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 don't normally talk to humans. Yeah, so. I think it is strange though. Like, oh, the premise. I'm of gonna like, look over it just because. It yeah, is you gotta. It, but like, yeah. come on, if there's not a one animal that broke in that rule. Yeah, I mean, it's a Toy Story rule though. You gotta. It is. You know a toy what I mean? Rule. Like, it's the same idea. And coming from the person who nitpicks the stupidest things in movies, you gotta let it slide. I was, it did bother me a little bit, though, because I was like, especially, slightly, especially right? when they made it to the Everglades, I'm like, if the animals could talk and talk to one another, too, how how do we have, like, predators and prey? Like, how is that? You know what I mean? Uh, okay. I guess it's just glossed over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The alligators didn't speak. I, I wonder if they were doing that so they could kind of put up, like, a bit of a barrier there. Yeah, because you have to draw the line somewhere. Because if the alligators speak, then it's, like, like, a little scary. It was funny with, like, oh, that one joke where they made the firefly jump into leo's mouth yeah it's like because oh that was that was funny but that's funny because we don't really see a face to the firefly yeah, right so it's as... not as horrific to think about but if you're putting like let's say the pony in the alligator's mouth that would be pretty horrific yeah in terms of them actually like it could be played off for laughs but nature is a lot more scary than it is funny yeah you know and i think like teaching kids now about socialization is so much more important than it has ever been yes just because they missed a couple years 
here and there. Oh, you know what? I didn't think about that. We're probably going to see more movies about like, like not to sound corny, but like how to socialize. Even in general, like it's, it's always been a big part of being yeah. a kid is like learning your place in the world. And this is basically what each kid is trying to do. Like that's their crux uh-huh. uh, of the movie. It's kind of it's kind of a like a movie loop or pattern that they kind of have throughout the movie where he like helps each kid and, and each kid is a, like symbolic of of kind of like a stereotypical problem that you yeah. face, like a common problem. Like we have like the bully, the quiet kid, the the hover parent, helicopter parent kid. Like yeah. Like we're gonna go definitely go more into them later. But uh, speaking on not just Leo, he does have uh, a housemate in Squirtle. Funny enough, that's yeah. his name. He's not the like greatest character in my opinion. He just kind of falls to the wayside a little bit most of the time. Is jealousy and envy is very believable it is played throughout the movie he does symbolize like kind of a different part of leo the fact that like maybe if he never tried to reach out that's who he would be more akin to and the fact that squirtle is losing his safe space because leo seems like someone who is very empathetic and someone who is really good at um talking well just talking in general i you can feel that like squirtle feels like he's a losing a bit of his home a bit of his steadiness because you know change is always going to be difficult for everything i mean squirtle is more of a foil for miss milken i would say they are kind of very similar as you can see they both do get envious of mm-hmm. leo and and they just kind of become resentful uh and like how the old get angry that yeah stereotype. kind of like and, and it was with the same with leo leo didn't like any of the kids at first it took him i mean he didn't even want to be with the kid he wanted more so to escape the fact of escaping that was more important to him but yeah let's move on to the kids and how we said you know they were a proxy for a lot of fun different characterization and another thing that like i'm not gonna nitpick this movie too much is my last nitpick but my other nitpick is that these kids learn character development so fast <laughs> they do see that is i do have like i would say two problems in the in the movie i think the pacing's a little off i think it starts off a little slow yeah which is funny because it's a two-hour movie so like they can like <laughs> I, I also feel like it also drags its feet in some places and also because it has so many abundance of characters you can't spend as much time with each character so it's not really as fully developed with some like i i honestly did kind of have a problem and it was really eerily with um miss milken and her character development mm. that felt like yeah they threw that in last minute i feel like no i feel like the kids character development are, is fine that i felt was that, fi- felt, that well felt bad really in my opinion huh the kids character development no 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 um the teachers oh yeah yeah i was saying like the kids felt like pretty fleshed out and good but at the end when we did get miss milken it felt very rushed yeah especially for a character you know this this is more of an older character see the kids they're at least a bit more malleable i feel like what they could have done is like peppered in a little bit of like more milken in the beginning yeah she has disappeared for the first half of the movie yeah where she's just like always constantly mean and the kids don't like her if we like showed the kids like slowly her softening up to the kids slowly then like maybe the character development at the end would have been better but like no i i would not softening up that that would be the opposite of her kind of character well in that point before she talks to leo yeah it's more her starting to get more frustrated with her not being able uh to help the kids or her not being able to be good enough actually more resentful 
and mean even yeah but in a more specific way rather than just in a one note yeah just kind being of, haha mean look be how mean, mean yeah this teacher is rather there it's purpose to how mean she is because it, it does feel kind of clunky with specifically her character and i would say that's like my biggest disappointment in the movie and and it kind of sucks because she's so crucial to a lot of the movie like her leaving leo behind and oh yeah that also feeling it just didn't make sense i i, I didn't get that either that i yeah. I, I understand well i i did understand it it was because she wanted to have credit it was kind of like random hunger birds drop i'm a hunger bird so what random hunger games drop uh, oh of spoiler <laughs> oh yeah so true snow's uh, the bad guy <laughs> when snow turns against lucy, lucy it was his last link to respond his responsibility in the crimes yeah and this is kind of like the same way where it's like maybe this could be ripped away from her this is everything she's ever wanted and it was a fact of also jealousy the fact that a lizard with no training none of that taught kids better than she ever did it took her a lot of time to learn this where you can see her forget the very reason why she wanted to be a teacher or the teachers who did well by her how teachers helped her because you could see the original teacher who was in her place was very sweet uh, again teaching that there's kind of a culture chain where that kind of old discipline way i think has been shown to not work nearly as well as being encouraging or finding other ways because honestly in my opinion it is harder to teach kids with kindness it's more like you, you have to actually actively solve problem solve for every student rather than just being like discipline all around i could talk on this because i'm a little bit of educated on this topic but Badunks. It is harder in a way, but it's also easier because when you show kids that you care, not just about the class, but as the individual, they'll show that they care back by like actually trying. Yeah, I, I just mean that it requires more work. Yes. Because every kid is different. Every kid has very different needs. Instead of, as I said before, just a blanket, hey, you're not doing good. Hey, you, you're, you're going to be in timeout or something like that. Rather than approaching every situation with flexibility. Not saying that there isn't room for discipline. It's just not the only answer. Which is why teachers need to get paid more because now that we're working with the individual student, we're doing way more work. Way more work. Pay, pay the teachers, please. It's difficult, you know, in, in this world of... Yeah, uh, you saw those kindergartners in this movie, which we didn't even talk about the kindergartners oh, yet. Oh, they're so They're funny. so funny. I little love them. Little Pac-Mans. They're literally like, it's the perfect representation of the little gremlins that are yeah, kindergartners. Yeah, and, and I love... You know what it reminded me of? Your Lie in April, when there were kids. Oh, yeah. Versus when they're like uh, in their actual age. Yeah. It's like one or two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and they look like, you know. Yeah. And these kids are the same way. The, the kindergarten, they're only like two, three years, right? Off of fifth grade. They're in fifth grade in the show. Fifth grade and versus the kids yeah. who are only probably second, third grade. Uh-huh. It's just really funny that they somehow pick up. <laughs> they somehow develop into that. Uh, I think it would be really funny to be a Pac Man, though. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, every time the kindergartners were on scene, oh, I loved it. I think it would be interesting to see how Leo interacts with these little kids. Yeah, I think he like Loki does, doesn't he? Oh yeah, he does because the at the end. At the end, yeah. Yeah. He's gonna have to f figure out. Yo, give me Leo like, too. Leo too, yeah. Well, I don't think you could send home uh, an animal with a kindergartner though. That does make sense. Yeah. 
but I think maybe he'll be more open because of uh, Milken and yeah. her. Now that she realizes they need each other, that there is kind of like, again, a balance. Yeah. But talking about the kids, I think they're the highlight of the movie. Oh, most definitely. Him having like his own kids, make it so the chemistry is really strong with a lot of the characters. Uh, like Summer, I was very endearing endearing to Summer. I thought that was a really good. Oh, yeah, that was that was cute. I liked, I think they're, him and Summer were my favorite combo. I think I really liked Mia. Oh, Mia was also pretty good. Oh, the, uh, the grandpa with the grandpa. Scene? Yeah. Okay. That almost made me tear up. I'm not going to Yeah, lie. That, that was really nice. I appreciated her storyline. Talking about Summer, it's like her not being able to internalize her own thoughts and her just kind of speaking like whichever way rather than thinking about how other people think. That's a very common problem, especially at that age where you're not really thinking about other people yet. And this is kind of teaching teaching her that you have to be able to listen. This isn't a one-sided conversation. There's two players. In fact, it'll be very boring if only you or I spoke, you know, it wouldn't be as compelling as a conversation. And the truth of the matter is people like to hear about themselves. Yeah. People love hearing themselves talk. People are very egocentric. So teaching her that listening is so important, and you could see that with Leo, I like that not all his lessons are perfect, but they show that as long as you are able to listen and communicate, that that's the most important part. That some people just need to be heard rather than needing a problem to be solved. Like I would say specifically with Mia, he doesn't teach her anything she doesn't already know. She teaches her the exact opposite lesson. Hey, don't cry. It's bad for you. Yeah. I was like, that's not a good lesson. <laughs> that but was then, a fu- that was I think that was the funniest song in the show. Yeah. The <laughs> just like stop that. Yeah. Can it? And, uh, he was like, I don't know what to do if he cries. Don't and I was do that. like. That's ballsy. That's <laughs> insanely ballsy. And I like how Mia's like, you don't have to worry. I know that you're lying. Yeah. Because I'm Leo's smart. like, no. He's <laughs> like, no. But I'll listen. And then in fact that he learns that he can cry. That he needs to he needs to be able to be in touch with his own emotions so the other people around him can either help him or vice versa. That is, you know, what Inside Out taught me too. <laughs> Big Bong. Big Bong. <laughs> Inside 2 is coming out. So Very true. I'm that. excited. We should watch the first one. I would say those are my favorite characters. I really liked Eli though. I feel like, oh my god, the drone is... Oh, the drone is another great character. The, one of the funny... It, ever, it does remind me of like the Rick, the whole Rick and Morty, what is my progress? Oh yeah, the butter. Yeah. But instead, it's kind of, kind of in a different way where it's also like a, an analogy for a breakup. Yeah, it's like, oh, who are you without this person? Yeah, where his only purpose was this. And the fact that the literally the drone symbolizing helicopter parents... Yeah. Because it's a helicopter, kind of. I like how his helicopter parents were kind of not that helicoptery, funny enough. Well, it was more the drone was the, the drone helicopter. Was. Well, parent. it was like the proxy. Yeah. So it was like. She her, was an almond mom. The Cheetos, no good. Yeah. Try these cupcakes that are made with green vegetables. <laughs> with kale? Okay, yeah. I'm sure they could taste fine. Though, okay, right? but not to an eight year old. Like, why kale, though? Just make them carrots. Did you know? Carrots have sugar in them. This is a little off topic. But, um, so on Smosh, uh, Shane from Smosh made cilantro cookies and apparently they're good cilantro cookies yeah are they savory or sweet i i actually don't remember what he said but that is the most like la thing i've heard of is cilantro cookies that might be the newest thing i don't know we should try them but i feel like that's what that's like a type of cookie this mom would make is a cilantro cookie there's nothing new here honestly if i had to say it was definitely presented in a very fun way but the helicopter parent the bully like some of these stereotypes have been done before i mean all of them no but that's what i I feel like that's what i love about this movie is that like there's really nothing new yeah no it's very polished but it's 
it does it all in such a fun way. And yeah. I, that's why I think the musical aspect of this works. It's not good music that I'm going to listen to in the car. However, it's music that made the story better. Yeah, no, I do appreciate the fact that it doesn't necessarily need to break new ground because, again, it's trying to tackle common problems and obviously common problems tend to be more common than not yeah so i i do appreciate that fact i just think that some of some of the characters specifically come off as dull like i think the bully comes off as very dull yeah not not super enjoyable eli to an extent and then some of the other characters kind of fall to the wayside but i would say that's okay there's a lot of characters i think the main ones are really fun oh i i didn't speak about uh jada that's the i i like jada's story i do really like a jada story because it's an important one it's like the pressures of perfection what does it mean to be normal or not great as they say and how not being great can make you great in itself it's like understanding other people and that being really important and it's the same way it's funny how this like lizard learns all these lessons though. no for real but it's due but to i the guess fact when you're in like a classroom for 74 years you're probably gonna pick up on something especially like interpersonal yeah relationships it's all you could really learn because if you think about it it's like he's been watching a tv show for the past 74 years straight through yeah he's watching abbott elementary in real time but this kind of turns to like the rising action where after squirtle gets jealous he's like i'm gonna put you on blast and then takes over records him and sends it off to everyone funny enough every kid somehow has an extra phone oh yeah that was funny too i understood why jada might because she seems to come from like money but everybody else had an extra iPhone. Hello. Because if I was a kid, it's like you couldn't have just told us. You know, I spent a lot of money on this phone. Yeah. I stole a lot of money from my parents for this phone. Yeah. Like Jesus, we could have had all the same contact. We could have had a group chat. <laughs> yeah, he just needed one phone. But I guess that would defeat the purpose of like not telling everybody. Well, no, the yeah, obviously. Yeah. And the fact that like being special like everybody wants to be special and have a special somebody the thing he does teach them that like you'll find somebody whether it's a friend any a teacher anybody really can be your someone you confide into because even though you're a special you want to feel special you don't need a special person to make you feel special and vice versa and this is where we already talked about miss milken and her plot line so moving on from that we finally make it to the everglades yeah you're right the everglades were kind of funny because there were nothing like the depicted of the wild like you would seem like it was kind of building out throughout the movie and the fact that we did i we didn't talk about it but he does help a group of like not circus animals but show animals oh yeah to escape and they make their way back but eventually we do have this whole climax with the kids just learning to appreciate what they had yeah we have the kid from new york driving the bus yeah that that was pretty (laughs) funny i wouldn't say there is like a ton here but what for what there is it's a great example of like helping the next generation something that we all can help with whether or not you even have kids of your own yeah you know it's important to set an example especially when the internet there they have so much information from the second they're born yeah i feel like this this movie like if not for nothing i knew what its message was and i loved its message and i uh, wish needs to take some notes that's my uh <laughs> wish that's my thoughts because it came out around the same time and we did just go over wish and that will be coming out next week yes i just maybe it's because i didn't really have too many expectations going into this movie but i just love this movie like a million times more than i like to wish i agree with you it boils down to the things we always say what we appreciate in uh, a movie is what you take from it and really there's nothing to take from wish that is that interesting but there is at least passion and heart listen it's okay to be generic just be fun about it yeah (laughs) yeah at least have fun have fun and try to say something 
It doesn't need to be interesting. It doesn't need to be groundbreaking, but at least... But say something, please. Yeah. Why am I spending $15 at the movie for you to say nothing to me? <laughs> or at least be so crazy in a spectacle that at least my eyes glaze over. Yeah, for real. I would say like 7.7. 7. I was going to say 7.8. Yeah, that's, that's basically how I'm yeah, feeling about it. Very high 7. Like, and I think it's really enjoyable and definitely worth a watch. I mean, Yo, if you have Netflix, go Netflix, watch it. It's so much it's pretty fun. much free. Yeah, well... Nah, not really. Girl math, it's free. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you have parents who have Netflix, obviously it's free. <laughs> so true. All right, you want to go into short time? Yeah, let's move into short time. Higher or lower animated movies. Okay, let's start off with Goofy Movie or The Bee Movie. Ooh, that one's rough. I want to say... Now, this is not my opinion. I want to say The Bee Movie. No, no, Goofy Movie, Goofy Movie. The Goofy Movie? Yeah. The Goofy Movie is higher okay. at 6.9. That is my opinion, by the way. I know I said that wasn't my opinion. The Goofy Movie is better. The Goofy Movie or Wreck-It Ralph? Ah, Wreck-It Ralph? Ugh. You got to get again. Wreck-It Ralph is 7.7. Wreck-It Ralph or Encanto? Encanto. Get out. Lower. What? 7.2. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> What? I mean, Wreck-It Ralph was a great movie, man. But so, was, I mean, so was Encanto. Okay, Encanto or Soul? Encanto. Soul wasn't well received. Soul was eight. <gasps> I know nothing about anything. <laughs> oh my goodness. Soul or Coraline? Ooh, I know nothing. I'm not confident in myself anymore. Ah, Coraline? No. Seven point seven no! to eight. No, no, no. Come on. Now nah, these people just don't know what they're talking about. Coraline, Chicken Little. Coraline. Yeah, gotta throw you a little bit of a phone. <laughs> Thank you're you. Drown- you're drowning out <laughs> Please. there. Please. Chicken Little or Shark Tales? Ooh, I don't think Shark Tales did good. I think it's. I, I think it's. Ah! <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> Chicken Little. Lower. I hate it. Five. Man. Chicken Little's five point seven. Shark Tales is six point zero. Honestly, deserved. Shark Tales or Rio? Ooh. Rio. Rio at 6.9. Really? Nice. Rio or Klaus? Klaus. Yes, Klaus has an 8.2. That's sweating. a great movie, actually. An really 8.2? Yeah, really. Oh, my movie. goodness. Is that the highest one on this list? So far? Yeah. I think so. Whoa. Uh, Klaus or Tangled? Oh, we already know Klaus is 8.2. That's pretty high. That's I pretty love high. Tangled, though, and I don't know if the critics love Tangled. Ah, Klaus? No, Tangled. Yeah, yeah, Klaus. Yeah. Tangled has 7.7. Yes, but no. Boo. Tangled was really good. Get Tangled, out of here. Yeah, Tangled's like one of the last good Disney movies. Right? <laughs> yeah. No. Encanto, go, go. That was Pixar, no? Okay, Encanto, uh, Moana. Moana. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. those two. And then, and then after that, it's yeah. Tangled. Tangled or Wally? Uh, no because wally is like okay but i don't know if like the rating is gonna match the grossing because i know wally is like up there in like the highest grossing movie i think or yeah <sighs> Ooh, wally wally 8.4 ah a... there we go all right thank god that's over i don't have to stress anymore i'll stress about other things don't get me wrong but if you do like what you're hearing we do have a link tree in our bio with all of our socials in it always going to be underneath the animation overtime youtube tiktok you name it we have it and it'll be a really big help if you could follow or leave a review. And if you made it this far. We appreciate you. This has been Animation Overtime. And we're finally clocking out. See ya.